Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast, one man podcast right about topics all about Japan, anime, and games discussed by the certified Japan Holic. And the, today, for this episode, this will be the first edition of Top Anime News of 2021. Uh, we started off the year to looking back at December's, but this is the first. This will be the first one where we cover news that happened in 2021, the brand new year, the brand new year. Um, I do want to quickly apologize if I do sound tired. Literally have not been awake for more than an hour. But the reason why I haven't gotten, um, enough energy, or I have enough energy to record, obviously. Um, but the reason why it doesn't sound that way is because I also have work in another hour. And I kind of don't want to be here for long, I guess you'll say. And I didn't, and the thing is, is I'm recording this on Tuesday night. And, uh, yeah, so... I have to get it recorded tonight or else I'm not going to be able to get this out at my usual time of uploads, which is Wednesdays at 1030 in the morning Eastern time. Um, really early if you live in the United States, but I like to get these episodes out pretty early in the morning anyways. Because um, when I was at, when I was in school not too long ago, and by that I mean last year before COVID, um, this would be like the, the perfect time for me to pull up a podcast or something like that 10 30 in the morning i would always pull up a podcast uh in school and i would listen to it so you know i would be right on it on my episodes of the podcast if anything came out at 10 30 in the morning and some stuff didn't but whatever um so with that out of the way we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get into some articles here i have a whole slew of topics to talk about here because January was a very very hot month uh in terms of news weather wise it's been the complete opposite but I'm not going to get into weather um I have stuff about animes that are coming up here in the next couple of weeks uh stuff including games and I actually have a Japan article because I don't usually talk much about Japan itself but the reason why I don't talk a lot about Japan in terms of news or whatever is because as much as I want to stay up to date with Japan, since I unfortunately am not in Japan right now, I can't really talk much of it because I don't know how big it is or I can't form opinions on it that much. Um... I'm not the most relatable source for Japan news. However, with anime news and with gaming news, I figured this would be... I figured that's fine. Because, of course, everybody can have their own opinion on anime and games. Whereas Japan, you kind of want to be in Japan to get a little bit of it. A little bit of a, of a feel to it. So, I'm not going to talk much. I don't talk much about Japan news for that reason. So, yeah. Uh, I don't... I feel like that's understandable to anybody listening to this. So... Let's get on with some of the news here. I want to start off with Kaguya-sama Love is War. Because the third season of the anime uh, was announced recently. Um, and not just that, but the live action film is getting a sequel this summer. For those who have followed Kaguya-sama Love is War, but not very in-depth. Like maybe have watched the anime, but not have read the manga. Most of them won't even know the know that uh this series has a live action film um and it actually is pretty good and it's a lot more dramatic than the anime 
the anime brings out the comedy side of of the series, but the live action brings it more back to the dramatic side of the series. So the film is getting a sequel this summer, and as well as uh, at the bottom it says that there's a third anime season and a 2021 OVA also in the works, which is great, which is great. Um, I won't really name off anything other than that because of the fact that I really haven't I'm not much of a live action person myself. I don't go that in depth with live action stuff. So if you're interested, the article is available on Anime News Network, which is where I get pretty much. That's where I got like 99% of my news this month. <laughs> There's one article where I had to go and find it somewhere else because it was kind of a big announcement. And I'm surprised it wasn't on this website, but whatever. Uh, uh, what anime that's coming out next season, which is spring 2021. That I'm excited for, uh, and I know a lot of other people are, is the Don't Don't Toy With Me, Mrs. Nagatoro series. Everybody loves this series. Anybody who's read the manga loves this series. Uh, for anybody who does not know about this series, uh, this series pretty much, in a way, is just Takachi-san, but different, I guess. Um, so, they... The anime released their first promo video uh, back in mid-January. The reason why I want to talk about this is because Twitter exploded. I mean, it exploded. It's like you dropped an atomic bomb. I mean, Ridu of a Healer was a nuke, but Nagatoro was an atomic bomb of an explosion on Twitter. Okay? I want to go more in depth about Redo of a Healer once I get into the series a little bit more. I know a lot of people hate that series because it's a, a revenge anime series that I can't get into in depth right now because I want to keep some stuff family friendly in this podcast episode, just saying. But um, I'll go more in depth about that series. I don't know. I don't think it'll be this month, but somewhere down the line I'll talk about it. But anyways, Twitter exploded with Nagatoro because of the fact that people, obvious, there was one tweet, there was one tweet that set everybody off. It had a picture of Nagatoro, it said, this will be the profile picture of many racist anime fans to come. If that doesn't tell you what Twitter's like on, uh, <laughs> about anime, I don't know, uh, what will, because that, it's depressing. This series is really flipping good, and people give it give it sh give it crap because of the fact that Nagatoro is tanned. I guess I don't know. It's I can understand if people don't really care about this series because of the fact that it's uh, a younger person bullying a older person. I guess, although at the same time, if you actually read the manga, it's not as bad as people make it out to seem, I guess you'll say. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it because I've been a huge fan of uh, the Nagatoro series for a long time. So, I'm hoping I'm hoping that every uh, that everything goes right with the anime. Um, the reason why I say this is because I actually have two topics to talk about for EuroCamp. Again, because that's what I'm most famous for. Not only on Twitter, but I guess on YouTube now. is because... I, I guess I loved Eurocamp too much that now I've become a Eurocamp person, I guess, on Twitter. 
I can't post anything. Uh, I can't post anything on Twitter. Uh, about you. Uh, excuse me. Let me rephrase this. I have to post stuff about Eurocamp on Twitter, or else my tweets won't get anywhere apparently anymore. Which is great on one hand, bad on the other hand, because now I can't tweet anything outside of Eurocamp. Great. <laughs> no, I'm kidding when I say that. Um, so Eurocamp. I want to first talk about the anime real quick because, obviously, this one came, this one was very, very, very recent. I don't even want to put it in January because I think it came out just last night. But episode two, I just found this very interesting. Episode two had a shot of uh, of very icy roads and stuff like that. If you've if you've seen the season, if you've seen season two, episode two, you probably know the shot I'm talking about, where uh, Dean's mom calls calls her. And it's all like, oh, well, because of the snow, the roads are very slippery and stuff like that. They show the picture of it. Apparently, in that shot, if you looked very closely at the top left corner of the frame, it had a copyright 2019 Google. Which, if you've ever been on Google Street View, you're flooded with that. <laughs> I remember going into Google Earth VR, which is... Very fun. I do recommend doing it if you have a VR headset. I mean, it's alright for what it is. I remember going into a tunnel in Yamanashi. I don't remember where it was at, but it was... Um, I went inside of it, and I couldn't count on two hands, three hands, four hands. I couldn't count on that many amount of hands. How many times I saw the copyright. I understand why it's there, but geez, it was like one every like... like there was not not just one actually excuse me there was like 10 every um everywhere i looked like wherever my peripheral view was there was at least 20 looked up 20 looked down 20 looked to the left 20 looked in front of me 20 looked to the right 20 there was at least 100 i i swear but um the anime had to or c station had to take down the episode briefly Go back to that frame and get rid of that frame. Or get rid of that little that little copyright thing at the top left. I don't know how much trouble they got because of that. Because that's kind of sketchy. And copyright in Japan is a lot more strict than you know copyright here in America. You can get away with a lot of stuff that you usually would in America. But I just found that interesting. Um, but I just wanted to briefly talk about that because of the fact that once I saw... This article here, it immediately brought me back to, oh, yeah, uh, copyright 2019, Google. Uh, but no, Eurocamp's VR game, which I announced back in December, um, which when this, when this was first uh, announced back in November, finally has release dates. Uh, well, not like dates, dates per se, but they will, but they have uh, a um, release date for the month, at least. So, for those who aren't necessarily familiar or up-to-date, Eurocamp is getting two VR games, I guess you'll say. One, where you'll go to, uh, Lake Motosu, and one, where you'll go to Fumato Campsite. Uh, Motosu will be, uh, out in March, where... Fumoto will be out in uh, April. And if you think, oh, well, this is just another Japan game, if you haven't been up to date, this game will come out for the PlayStation 4, for the Nintendo Switch, for Apple's, Android's, and on Steam. 
with English, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, and French subtitle supports. Awesome. Except, if you're in a VR headset, you know how subtitles are. They are impossible to read <laughs> in VR because, you know, when you're in VR or when you're reading subtitles in anime, what's the first thing you do? You look, your eyes go down to the bottom of the screen. If they put the subtitles on the bottom of the screen, you're probably hesitant to look down, move your head down. But if the VR headset has the subtitles stuck to the bottom of the VR headset, you're fucked. You're pretty much screwed. Because you're like trying to look down and the subtitles are moving down. It's like, come here, come here, I want to read you. I don't think that'll happen though. I feel like they're going to like stick it like to the bottom to like, you know, probably somewhere where you could like easily look down. But not have the subtitles move when you're looking down. Instead, they'll stick it to like. So I hope that happens because if I have to, ha if I have to deal with staying, keeping my head still, but having my eyeballs way down and straining my eyes, I, <laughs> I think I'll just stick to not reading subtitles. I'll just deal with having to try and figure out what they're saying. Uh, for those not familiar with what the game looks like and stuff like that, uh, and what. Uh, the gameplay is like. There's. I want to say three. Promo videos on YouTube. That you can easily find. Um, I. <laughs> I've been trying my absolute hardest. To find this on Steam. In the virtual reality corner. Because they usually bring out like release dates. For upcoming or whatever. They still haven't done it. I, I'm hate, I hate it. Because it's probably going to be one of the first things I buy. As soon as it comes out. Um. Uh, I also want to talk about this real quick, actually, staying on the subject of Steam. ReZero uh, released their little game on Steam as well. I don't know if it's canon to the story. I don't think it is. I think it's just like a side story or whatever. But it looks really flippin' cool. It's 60 bucks, so I haven't played it yet. But I do plan on it. I do plan on it once I actually get a little bit more money in my bank account, which should be coming in the next couple of weeks or something like that. I don't know. Tax season's around the corner, so maybe I'll get some money from there. Um, but yes, so we have, and I'm not, I don't think I'm done talking about games here just quite yet, or at least games coming out. I think I may be done with games coming out, but I also have a couple more things about, um, uh, games and stuff that I want to talk about here near the end of the episode. Um, what else was I going to say? I think that's it for those, for those topics. So we've done EuroCamp, we've done Nagatoro we've somehow covered ReZero and stuff like that. ReZero's been kicking ass and taking names lately in terms of their episodes, just saying. Um, but Horty Mia took the cake for the most watched debuted romantic comedy premiere, at least on my anime list. Not very, not very easy to get that title, especially ever since Rent-A-Girlfriend had possibly the flipping biggest uh premiere uh last year i think we've already found ours for this year in terms of romantic comedies so rent a girlfriend was uh logged with over fifty-five thousand viewers within seven days of its release horty media had sixty-nine thousand. did i get a big old nice <laughs> but yeah <laughs> um on my anime list, just on my anime list alone, uh, over 69,000 users 
tagged uh themselves as watching the series in the first week of the of the series. Um that's just like I said, that's just on my enemy list. It's probably a whole lot more. Okay. Um I'm trying to think. I, th I want to say there's been like at least a hundred thousand, you know, counting like everywhere else, but because as somebody who's watched this series as of its up-to-date point, this series is just absolutely amazing, okay? Probably one of... I, I want to say one of the best romantic comedies I have ever seen, okay? And that's saying something because I've seen, obviously, a whole lot more romantic comedies than any other genre of shows. Um, well, uh, slow murder wholesome shows are kind of up there, but anyways, that's beside the point. This series has been... Like, probably, it's, it's probably up there in terms of the best, uh, show of 2021. Um, obviously, EuroCamp Season 2 is obviously got to be somewhere up there. ReZero is probably going to be up there, but with the amount of top animes that are coming out, not just in this season, or in spring, or in summer, it, just... All year long, we're going to have so many good shows and amazing shows that it's going to be impossible to put Horimiya up there at top of the board in terms of the best of 2021, at least to most people. For me, it's easily going to be top three, but for other people, uh, I don't know, because we're going to have my we're going to have my Hero Academia, we're going to have ReZero, we're going to have Dr. Stone Season 2, we're going to have Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Season 2, wait, what? <laughs> now, yes, it has been confirmed. Finally, finally, goddamn, finally, season two of Dragon Maids is coming out in July. Koito Animations is back. Break the glass, start the Stone Cold music. Their Koito Animations is back. I believe this will be Koito Animations' first television televised anime since uh the whole. Uh, arson attack back in 2019. Crazy. I know. It's almost been two years since that attack happened. Oh, good lord. But, um, yes. Earlier in January, the second season of uh, uh, Kobayashi Dragon Maids was announced. And uh, they revealed a visual. And it looks just as uh, just as great. Literally just as great, if not even better, uh, than the first season. Um, obviously, with Koito Animation, uh, it's going to be a little different in terms of its animation style because of the fact that, well, a lot of there's going to be a lot of new people. So obviously, we ha we can't really say much about the anime other than the visual and stuff like that and how it's going to look. Uh, they're, they're, obviously they're going to stay to the same style, but it's going to feel a little different, but I'm still excited. I'm going to give it a watch and I'll give it a, a nice little review here as it's airing. It's going to probably be one of like the only seasonal animes I'm going to be watching as, uh, summer season rolls on. Um, because summer is pretty stacked, but I don't know if it's other than Dragon Mates, I don't know if it's going to be stacked enough for me to keep up with a lot of other shows, but there's that. Then to cap off, yeah, to cap off the announcements of animes, uh, GA Fest 2021. This is probably big because this had a whole slew 
of uh, AMA announcements. Okay. Um, let's see. How many do they have? There is, I think they said seven, six. There's six. So, I want to go over these six really quickly. I'm not going to talk much about them because of the fact that there's six and uh, it, I have uh, I still have six other uh, articles I want to talk about at least. Um, and I don't have much time left. So, I got to get through this really quickly. So, I'm not going to talk much about the six animes that were announced or revealed. Um, I'll let you do that for yourself. Okay. So... First anime to come out, this one starting on April 10th, 2021. I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. That one was announced uh, several months ago, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, and never really had a uh, release date, but now it does. April 10th. Second one, The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Hey, how about treason? That one was announced. I'm assuming that one's a light novel. Because of this long title. Um, but that one was announced. Another one that was announced. My friend's little sister has it in for me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. How little is the little sister? Keep that away from Twitter, please. Uh, Don Machi announced their fourth anime season. This one's uh, not going to release till 2022. So we still have to wait another year. Plus, they announced an OVA. The Executioner and Her Way of Life announced an anime. And finally, probably the biggest one, at least in my opinion, the biggest one. Second season of Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer released a movie not very long ago. I still haven't watched it because I was upset that I couldn't watch it in theaters. Um, yeah, I haven't watched that or the Maiden Abyss movie yet, assuming. <laughs> but yes, that uh, Goblin Slayer has announced the second season. We're going to get bloody once again with Goblin Slayer. Let's can go all right so i think i've announced a lot of animes and a lot of other stuff now let's get outside of anime per se let's go into we got we got two on vtubers and then three more actually i miscounted what i was talking about the last the last topic i only have five more to talk about at least five more articles that i have in front of me right now i'll probably go on tangents unfortunately we have two that represent virtual YouTubers because virtual YouTubers are getting bigger and bigger. Uh, one of them, actually, actually, I'll add in a third one because I just now re remember this. Callie recently from Hololive EN recently hit a million subscribers, which is insane. Million subscribers on YouTube. It's not very easy to do. And Callie, among a few others... Trying to think of who else. I know. I think another one hit a million as well. Um, but there's a ton of them still left to be put up into the millions. I think Callie's the sixth or seventh Hololive uh, VTuber to hit a million subscribers, if I remember correctly. But Pecora was listed as the uh, fourth most viewed female streamer of 2020. Uh, this list also had uh, Valkyrie, who has uh, 23.6 million views. Pokemon, which has 23.3 million views. Sad Dummy, which is 20.1 million views. And Jin Teeth uh, with uh, 14 million views. Pekora sits above 5th place 
with 14.6 million views. Uh, yeah, in December, she reached a million subscribers. Yeah, that one was, I think, the last one before Callie to hit a million subscribers. Um, and she famously celebrated her coming out, uh, hitting a million subscribers, excuse me, by basically <laughs> telling her mother that she was a virtual YouTuber. Probably the fa most famous thing that she's done, uh, as up to this point. Go watch her. She's amazing. Now, this one, I don't know where this came from, but I, I read this, I read this a few times and I still like tilt my neck and give off the huh expression when reading this so a small Sapporo airport Okadama airport could be renamed to and I'm not flipping kidding Hatsune Miku airport I, it's just really I don't know I don't know why <laughs> this <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, which airport are we going to? All right, we're going to the Hatsune Miku airport. What? I don't know. <laughs> Make that as you will. All right. Last three that I want to talk about here. They don't have to do much with anime per se. Uh, but we do want to talk about Crunchyroll just for a second. Because Crunchyroll just as of recently surpassed that they... Uh, surpa excuse me. They recently surpassed 4 million subscribers uh, on, their, uh, on their platform. Which is quite insane considering that you also take into effect of uh, Funimation subscribers and then Pirates, you know, add that together. There's a lot more anime fans in 2021 than I believe there was back in 2016. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's pretty much all I got to say on that. Uh, let's go uh, talk about Nintendo Switch real quick. Um, as of this article coming out on the, on the 31st, I guess, of January, it still counts. The Nintendo Switch has sold almost, I don't want to say exactly just yet. It's getting there, but it's sold almost 80 million units. That has surpassed the 3DS's lifetime sales. Uh, Nintendo revealed its third quarter earnings statement on Monday for a nine-month period that ended on December 31st. The company has sold a total of 79.87 million Switch units worldwide, surpassing the Nintendo 3DS's lifetime sales of 75.94 million. Hardware, hardware sales reached 24.10 million units dur during the nine-month period, an increase of 35.8%. Over the same period in the last year. Uh, that's insane. I don't have a Switch just quite yet. But I've been planning on getting a Switch for a little while. So maybe I'll contribute to 100 million sales in the next couple of months. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so I want to leave this. Uh, I want to leave this episode with a little bit of. I don't know. This is kind of like one of the biggest news I have to say that comes out of Japan. Um, due to COVID-19, Japan has uh, decided to extend the state of emergency in Tokyo and the Osaka areas by one month. So 
the current state of emergency lasts until the 7th. But with this month-long extension, it won't be till March 7th until the state of emergency is lifted. Now, uh, I've heard about a couple things from Chris, who lives in Japan, obviously abroad in Japan, as well as other people who have lived in Japan. The only thing it really changes is that shops have to close by no later than 8 p.m. Japan time. Uh, and there could be financial um backlash if they fail to do so and people have to not be out past eight or nine o'clock which given the work culture you're giving it a little too much um how should i say this you're not giving them enough enough time you basically have to tell them that they got to leave by eight o'clock but that's a i don't know i don't know about that last one but um I don't know if that one's actually true or not. I could be wrong because, like I said, I'm not in Japan just quite yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, and I've also read that... Actually, not really read. I've just heard that Japan could more likely postpone the Olympics again to either another year or wait till 2032. Which would absolutely suck Uh, to cancel the Olympics till then. Because I've said, I don't know if this is very common knowledge or something like that. Uh, but Japan tried to host the Olympics back in the 40s. Obviously, you know why they had to be canceled then because of World War II. Uh, the sequel directed by Michael Bay. But anyways, to have the Olympics canceled again when they're in Tokyo just sucks especially since japan has spent so much money ungodly amounts of money to try and get the country prepared for the olympics and then it doesn't even happen it just sucks but i guess that would, yeah that that's the last topic that i have the last article i have i don't think there's much more uh I don't think there's much more I have to say about uh, January. January was really stacked in terms of the last few days have been pretty flippant stacked with some things. But uh, outside of those articles that I've talked about, that pretty much covers it for 30% of the top articles of uh, anime and stuff like that. But I didn't want to go on longer than a half hour. Um, so, yeah, I've already gone past it. Sorry, but yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, make sure to click the follow button and make sure if you're on Spotify or I think you can do this on iTunes now, I'm not sure, but get notifications on when new episodes come out and stuff like that. If you want to contribute to a podcast episode or something like that, whether it be questions, comments, uh, or stories or whatever else, hit up the email, japanholicpc at gmail.com. But I will be back same time next week to do it all over again. But for now, stay safe. I've been Taylor, the Certified Japanaholic, signing off. Good night.